Hey everybody and welcome back to the Rugged Identity Podcast. This is your host once again, Blake, and today we're going over what it means to us at Rugged Identity to be a bow hunter. And this is something that I've been thinking about for a while. Um, I actually got the idea from a podcast called The Push Archery, which is a very good podcast, especially if you're someone like me who's getting into traditional bow hunting for the first time. But one of their most recent, I think it was about five episodes ago, it's from their most recent one they have now um, that's come out is one of their hosts, he actually took snippets of clips from past episodes, um, then shared his favorite advice that he had gotten from people that had been on the show, um, especially since the season is quickly approaching here in Oklahoma. If you're like us, um, the season starts October 1, and so we are about a month and a half away from getting that fired up and I really wanted to make something that was kind of like that Um, just giving credit to those guys for how great of a job they did on that episode and how it really stirred my mind and got me pumped up for the season but I wanted this to be something that was more rugged identity style and what I mean by that is I asked six of my best friends to not send in a clip of advice I would give somebody starting out bow hunting but I just asked them you know what does bow hunting mean to you I mean, that's a big part of who we are at Rugged Identity, and inside that Rugged Identity family, these six guys are six guys that I've hunted with um, for a long time, at least since high school. I've known them all since I was either really young or some of them even since I was about a year ago, actually. Uh, I think Tanner's the most recent buddy that I've gotten in this group that I can really say is one of my best friends because I can go to these guys at anytime um i love them all they're my some of my best friends and i know people say it's crazy that i could have as many as six best friends but i truly do and just to start this thing off um, a little portion of what bow hunting means to me is that the, these guys is what bow hunting means to me and they all um, have something that's impacted me in some way even though the life gets busy and we're growing up a little bit we're not kids in high school or even like Tanner will say you know when we met we were in first grade we're not in first grade anymore and we got we got real life things going on so as much as I'd love to communicate with these guys every day I know life's gotten busy um, and I'm not able to talk and hang out with these guys as much as I used to but the season kicks off here in a month and a half and that's kind of the stuff that we all do together so I'm super excited to be back with my boys and just uh, hang out and have a good time and fellowship with one another while we get to spend time in the woods with the bow in our hand um, but the main reason behind this podcast is I want this episode not just to be like any other episode and you're about to find out that it's going to be really different um, I want this to be something that you can either save on your phone or pin it and throughout the season or just in years to come from now I want you guys to have something to come back to and listen to um, I know there's thoughts that have been in my mind before as a bow hunter you know things are going really rough um, I'm missing events that I probably could be at either for my family or be at for my wife now Kaylee and things like that that I chose to be in the woods or I chose to be shooting my bow and stuff like that and I I question myself you know why am I here there's a million other things that I could be doing but I'm choosing to be here right now and I think that for a lot of us I'm not saying all hunters but there's some just like every guy in this group right now that when people ask you know truly what does bow hunting mean to you it's really hard to put into words Um, it can almost even be an emotional topic because of how much weight this carries in our life and how much this means to us and there's those guys that have that same feeling um and you understand that there's not a lot of people even in the hunting world sometimes that understand the way that you think and the way that you feel and how passionate you are about this sport 
But I just want you guys to know that there is a group of guys right here at Rugged Identity, even though not all of them have been on a podcast yet, but they will soon. And you're going to hear some of their voices now, most of them actually. Um, the only one that was not able to send in a video was Hayden. Congratulations to Hayden and Ashley on getting engaged. I know he's busy right now, and he shouldn't have to be worried about sending in a video. You know, he really should be worried on worried about um, soaking up this moment in life that he's never going to get back and i'm super proud and i love love y'all um hope y'all are having a good time in new mexico and really enjoy each other's company and enjoying family and having a great time this is times you guys aren't going to get back and just i'm very proud of y'all um in the way that you guys honor the lord and i am so proud to say that my best friend has found someone as cool as you actually so just shout out to you guys um and i'll share a little bit about hayden first um you know he's like i said he wasn't able to send in a video on what bow hunting means to him but we'll just start off with him because i've i've been around him enough to know a couple things that he has said before about bow hunting that i'll just share with you guys um just really quick and one of those is one of the first times hayden and i had gone up to the panhandle um just to bow hunt you know we we had built rifles the summer before and we really enjoyed it and we loved it but there's just something about picking up a bow in your hand if you know you know what i'm talking about and hayden looked at me <laughs> and I remember we'd gone hunting a couple times up there in the panhandle during that trip, and we'd gotten halfway decent, decently close to deer and stuff like that. And even though we had not been successful because the trip prior, Hayden um, and I and one of our buddies, really good friends, Hunter Hughes, who's actually going to be speaking on here here in a minute, um, we went rifle hunting up there, and Hayden shot a really nice whitetail with his rifle. And so tagging out is always something that we – we strive to do obviously as bow hunters that's what we want to do and he shot a really really nice deer that anybody would be proud to shoot and uh even though we didn't tag out you know we kept having these encounters with deer and we'd get halfway close but just not just not close enough to where we were at at that point in time on shooting our bow and stuff we're a lot better now than we were then um and we've matured a lot as hunters and things like that but he looked at me and smiled (laughs) while we were in the middle of hunting and said dude I don't know why we did not pick up this. I, I don't know why we did not leave the guns behind before and just focus on bow hunting, dude. Like, this is so much fun. And that's just a true testament of, you know, what bow hunting means to us. It's not always about tagging out, but it's about having those close encounters and being in nature and having fellowship with your friends and just hanging out together. And that, that's one of the biggest parts of uh, what we, we do when we hunt is we just want to spend time together because we love being in each other's company. You know, we're all like a bunch of brothers and enjoy that time outdoors um but just moving on to the next person yeah that next person that uh i want to introduce to you guys that's going to be playing in the next audio clip is one of my best friends drew sunby um it touches a little bit on bow hunting you know what that means to him kind of how he got even got to oklahoma and how he got introduced to bow hunting so let's go ahead and go right now to that clip Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in on this week's episode of the rugged identity podcast my name is drew sunby uh, my good buddy Blake has been nice enough to let me hop on and crash his podcast here for a few minutes. So I'm really excited about the opportunity. Uh, I think it's an awesome idea for a podcast, bringing faith, fellowship, and the outdoors all into one, which are three things I'm really passionate about and make up a big part of me. So I'm happy to come on here and share. A little bit about me. I grew up here in central Oklahoma playing baseball, which is actually how I met Blake. I played on a team with him for a couple of years and been buddies ever since. Uh, in my free time, it was hunting and fishing all the way. Those are really the only things I cared to do growing up. That hasn't changed a bunch. Uh, life definitely has. I'm sure everybody can relate on that one. Uh, now, 
I'm a full-time firefighter and I do construction on the side, which is what I'm currently doing right now, driving from one site to the next, so don't mind the road noise. But uh, in my free time, I love spending time with friends and family and then getting outside as much as I possibly can. Uh, I know this week's kind of centered around bow hunting, uh, so that's what I'll be touching on, just kind of how I got into it and why I love it. Uh, how I got into bow hunting, my dad grew up in Kansas, uh, and he bow hunted for whitetails up there a lot, and then moved his family to New Mexico years ago, uh, and he went after muleys there, and then wound up here, uh, which is whenever I became old enough that I could actually join him, and so I went out and got my first bow. He helped me pick it out. It was used off of Craigslist, bought the whole setup. It was a little Matthews for 300 bucks and actually got to break that bad boy in on a Canadian goose of all things. Uh, after that, I was hooked, and I wanted to go after anything and everything I could with a bow, which I shortly found out is anything and everything. That's a, really what kind of drew me to it is I can use the same weapon to go after an elk, a moose, a bear, all the way down to a squirrel or even a fish. If you hadn't tried bow fishing, you need to give it a whirl because it is a blast. I've had some good bow fishing trips with Blake, actually. Watched him shoot many logs, but, you know, he shot a fish or two as well, so. But anyways, uh, another cool thing about bow hunting is the closeness of it. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love having a rifle or a shotgun in my hand, poking something out there a couple hundred yards, or shooting a bird as it flies by, but you got to be really in their element, get right up on them to be uh, shooting a bow at them. And... I don't think there's anything cooler to me, at least, uh, sitting in a tree or in a ground blind, having deer or whatever else walk by you, and then not even know what, you know that you're there. That's the cool thing is you get to be, be able to experience God's creation uh, just right there, like you're not even there. Uh, if you do it right, that is, which I don't always. I know that. So, but the stillness and closeness of it, it really just drives home the point of God's glory and and you know, the creation that he's made for us and how blessed we are to be able to experience it. The uh, unique aspect of bow hunting, I mean, people have been doing it from the beginning of time. And so, I mean, I know the bows have kind of evolved as we go on. I mean, I tell you right now, mine's not made out of any kind of wood, but it's still tough and a challenge, which I love. I mean, I'm a competitive guy and I love, you know, a good challenge. So uh, it's a really cool cool way to hunt and very rewarding when it pays off but even when it doesn't some of my most rewarding and memorable hunts I never even drew my bow back I was able to just sit in a tree or a ground blind and experience nature like I'm not even there kind of how it was meant to be and that's actually why I started filming my hunts was uh, sitting in a tree experiencing things and only having stories to bring back I want to share that with more people and help to get more people out in God's creation and see his glory is really, I mean, there's no, because church is amazing. I love church. I love talking to people about the gospel, but I feel closest to the Lord when I'm out in his creation. I mean, getting to see his glory and see his miracles. And I can do that best, I feel, whenever I'm in a tree, you know, watching watching his little animals run around and, and whatnot, chasing the good ones and letting the, letting the little ones go by and Getting to, getting to see him grow up. I mean, it's all a very unique and cool experience for me. So, I mean, that's really all I have to cover. I'm just really grateful to have this opportunity to share a little bit and, 
and hopefully get some other people out there in the woods and doing what I love to do, uh, chasing animals and shooting a stick at some, some big ones. So I hope everybody's out there scouting it up and found some good ones. Hopefully you got some good pictures on a camera or seen them on the hoof. I know I'm eager to get out there. Season's approaching, so I think Blake and I are planning on trying to go out and shoot a pronghorn this year, so wish us luck because that's going to be a feat getting close enough to them. So. Anyways, you guys go out there and get a good one, and I'm going to try and do the same. Best of luck to you guys. Bye. And I love how Drew put that um, in his own words of really what bow hunting means to him. And he touched on a couple different points that I just want to touch base on and bring back up. And the first one of those is the, how he got his first bow off of Craigslist. And I don't know who's listening to this right now. And you may be scrolling through Instagram or social media. And you obviously, if you're a hunter and I'm the same way, you want to follow people that know what they're doing. And you want to follow people that hunt a lot and that are super successful no one wants to follow someone who's unsuccessful and most of the time those people that are super successful and they are considered what you would say professional hunters because they are getting some endorsement or they're making money in some way off of um, the outdoors and their hunting career are going to be shooting the latest and greatest things and that's okay that's great if you can afford that then by all means you might as well go out and get you the best thing that you can possibly get but for most of the average you know blue collar working class people like us Craigslist and Facebook marketplace and Facebook groups and things like that are going to be a great way to get into bow hunting. You don't have to have the best setup in the world. You can have something that's five, 10 years old. That's still going to kill animals. I mean, at one point in time, that was the newest bow that came out. And I promise you hundreds of animals have died from that bow that you're buying. That's older now, just because there's something newer and better out there. Don't let people tell you that you know, the newest is going to be way better and that the old stuff isn't still going to work because it worked then and I promise you it's still going to work now. Um, and then the second point that I want to touch on is how we talked about the closeness and the stillness, you know, of being in the woods with a bow and how much that means to him and just how rifle hunting, you know, we... I'm not going to lie. I rifle hunted last year. I'm probably not going to rifle hunt anymore. Um, but we did enjoy rifle hunting. I mean, that's why if you want to get some meat in the freezer, it's a lot easier to get meat in the freezer with a rifle in your hand than it is with a bow in your hand. But um, touching on that, the next person talking is one of my good friends, Hunter Hughes, that I've known for a long time. And we actually became really good buddies in high school. And I've really been running around in the woods ever since. And this is something that he really touches on is why he likes to bow hunt and the difference between that and rifle hunting to him. So let's go right now to that clip. I feel like bow hunting is special to me just due to the tradition of it. You know, from the earliest ages of hunting, uh, people had been using, you know, a stick and string. And that's, that's something that I feel like as years have gone on and as hunting has progressed throughout the world that it's changed a lot, you know. Now we have high-powered rifles and very high-powered optics and everything like that to help us and give us the best possible chance at, at harvesting an animal. But when you look at it, the hunt is not always about a harvest, you know. It's about getting out there, enjoying the wildlife, enjoying God's creation, and just spending your time with nature. And if you're able to harvest an animal, that's that's just a plus, you know, that's an add-on. Um, being able to take a bow out and hunt, you know, you can't sit 300, 400 yards away from what you're trying to harvest and, and shoot that with a bow. You know, you have to work at it. It's a challenge. 
you have to get in there as close as possible, you know, usually trying to get within 50 yards at, at the most and, and even closer than that if at all possible. And the challenge that comes with that is just one of the greatest challenges in hunting that I believe you can have. You know, you're sneaking up on a wild animal that has, you know, better senses than humans will ever have just due to the way that God created them and the, and the, what they need to survive. And I think that when you are able to do that, that feeling of accomplishment is something that goes far beyond any other way of harvesting an animal. You know, like I mentioned earlier, the high-powered rifles and high-powered optics, like, sure, it's still a challenge. You have to be good with your equipment. But at the end of the day, if you can point and you can put your scope on that animal and pull the trigger, you can get the job done. There's so many variables with bow hunting. Um, Everything has to be right. Everything has to go right for you. And it's just one of those things that is a super big challenge, and, and the pursuit of all of it is what keeps me bow hunting and keeps me interested. And this is something that Hunter touches on that a lot of people will not understand. And one of the most frustrating things to me as a bow hunter was always people coming up to me saying, hey, you know, like, why don't you just rifle hunt? Like, why do you have to do this? I mean, I can pick up my rifle a couple times out of the year and I'm, I'm proficient and I feel like I'm an ethical hunter um, when I step foot in the field with that gun because I've only shot it once or twice. You know, you double check it right before the season. It's still Saturday and you're good to go. Um, But Hunter talks about this pursuit, you know, that we have as bow hunters, and that's one of the most frustrating things to try to explain to somebody who doesn't understand why you would hunt with a bow. You know, it's more of just tagging out. It's more of just going in to get the job done and fill the freezer. There's this pursuit and there's this adventure. Um, And secondly, you know, he talks about, and like all the previous clips have talked about, is being in God's creation and a rugged identity. Um, And just like all of these guys who I would consider to have a rugged identity is being in God's creation comes first. Um, We love the Lord with all of our heart. And we know that our identity is not based on our success, but our identity is based in who we are in Christ. And if that's a bow hunter that doesn't tag out in the... Um, this upcoming season then that's okay and we're going to touch a lot on that later on whenever we have tanner he's going to he's going to play a clip here in just a minute but right now we're going to go to the other tanner who has not been on this podcast yet but he is one of my best friends that i've known since the first grade and he's going to touch a little bit on exactly like the other clips what bow hunting means to him so let's go right now to that clip my name's tanner literal uh, first off, I want to say thank you to Blake for asking me to be a part of this podcast and recording a short clip. Uh, me and Blake have known each other for a really long time, grew up going to school. I think we were in first grade when we met, um, became friends, and from then on, we've been shoot best friends and spent a lot of time hunting, fishing, and uh, just hanging out in general. Uh, really Blake, Blake and I, I could say Blake for sure has been my uh, number one hunting buddy over the years. We've hunted a lot, a lot of good places, a lot of bad places, places that are 20 acres, places that are, you know, 600 acres. So, uh, Blake asked me to record something about what bow hunting means to me. And sorry if you can hear background things, I'm driving. So I apologize. But um, Blake asked me to record something about what bow hunting means to me. 
first off, I want to start by saying, you know, what hunting means to me. And it it was a hobby we both kind of got in around the same time. I think Blake's dad gave him his first bow, uh, Hoyt. And uh, about that time, I went and got mine. So we bow hunted really 90% of the time we were hunting together, which was basically every time. Um, We've hunted some really good spots over the years. We were spoiled looking back some of the best places we've ever hunted and still probably some of the best places that we'll ever hunt in our life, but we didn't know much. So, uh, that, that's, that's kind of where, where I want to start with the bow hunting part. Uh, rifle hunting is one of those things you can go sit in the middle of the field and shoot really whatever you want, however far you want, depending on what you got. Uh, bow hunting really makes you learn hunting. Uh, you can't just go out there and start shooting you know, you have to, whether you're stalking them or whether you're sitting in a tree stand or whether you're sitting on the ground, it takes way more effort and knowledge trying to figure out the patterns and everything with the deer, uh, turkey, whatever you're hunting, uh, than a rifle does. So Blake knows that I, I collect a lot of guns. Uh, I'm not against rifle hunting whatsoever. Uh, I personally rifle hunt. I love it just as much as bow hunting. Um, but I know I wouldn't be where I'm at you know, with my hunting knowledge, if it wasn't for bow hunting. So, uh, really bow hunting has taught me more than anything. Bow hunting has taught me a whole lot. Um, really time management, patience, and, uh, really hard work ethic. It's taught me, I mean, I mean, I wrestled my whole life, so I I've learned them things throughout the years, but really it's just a different type of patience, a different type of time management and a different type of, uh, hard work. So, Um, I would say bow hunting is definitely more rewarding also. Um, when you kill something, put something on the ground, it's not just for the, the joy of doing it, you know, joy of killing something. Um, there's many benefits that come with it. So, uh, really I, I appreciate Blake asking me to come on here. I'm not really good at talking to myself through a recording. So, um, I hope I hope I did all right and I could go on and on, but, uh, I think this is going to sum it up. So thank y'all. And like Tanner said, um, one of the things that was in that clip was we had some spots that were some of the best places that we had ever hunted. And even now to this day, I've hunted a lot of really good places to see a lot of good deer. But a couple of those spots that we had when we first started hunting, you know, we were really green. We had no idea what we were doing half the time. Um, are still some of the best places I'd ever hunted, and we were really spoiled. But everything that we did, like you said, you know, was a learning experience, and it required hard work. You know, that's like one of our core values is work hard. Um, but along coming, coming along with hard work is also, there's going to be failures along the way. Anytime that you put everything you got into something and not everything is going to be perfect all the time. Um, and a lot of those failures, you know, they really drove me to become the hunter that I am today. Without those failures, you know, I wouldn't be the bow hunter that I am. I wouldn't have the success that I've had. And it's not like I've had a ton of success. I'm not like your guys on TV or on social media or YouTube that are these crazy, you know, thousands and thousands of subscribers that have just killed multitude of 200 inch deer and crazy stuff like that. Um, but I will say that I am very confident and very pleased with where I'm at right now. Obviously I want to get better and better, but those failures, um, were essential to the hunter that I am today. Um, but those failures also, you know, when you're doing something that you really, really enjoy, especially if it's, you get done doing that sooner, you want more of it. 
um, you leave that season wanting more. Maybe that's because you just you really enjoyed it, or a lot of times it's because you didn't have the success that you thought you would have, or you didn't fulfill those expectations that you had at the beginning of the year. And sometimes, you know, those things can leave us wanting more and more. And that, that's a good thing sometimes. That's not always bad. You know, I don't think anyone should really be hanging their head after a season. Yeah, you may have made mistakes. But like I said, you know, the mistakes that we made early on, if we wouldn't have made those mistakes, me and Taryn running around with the bow in our hand, sitting up against a barbed wire fence in the wide open, then I wouldn't be who I am today. You know, we learned a lot about deer hunting back then, even though we had no idea what we were doing. Um, But those failures are essential to you growing as a bow hunter. And they've taught us a lot of life lessons in life and how to work hard and things like that. But one thing I want to touch on is um, Barry Wenzel, who is a, if you're in the traditional bow hunting community and you study a lot and do things like that and look for a lot of information and um, really keep up with podcasts like The Push that I mentioned earlier, they've had him on several times, but Barry is a really, really big deal in the traditional bow hunting community. And one quote that he said in one of their podcasts that really stuck with me is, if you miss a meal, you're only going to come back hungrier. And I just want that to resonate with people's mind and saying, hey, like, don't give up, you know, that should drive you. That should be a motivating thing. Um, you know, there's people that like in high school, you know, I played sports uh, and we actually got beat out in the state finals one year. And that didn't make me want to quit. You know, that made me want to come back and beat that team, obviously. Uh, so that should be the same way with bow hunting. You know, life's going to get tough. Bow hunting is going to get tough, but it's going to teach you a lot of things. It's going to help you, you know fight through those struggles um even to serious things like marriage um finances your job things like that you know bow hunting teaches us a lot but just remember to uh put your nose down and keep working hard and uh, work through it and just come back hungrier the next year because you never know what's around the corner and you can have more and more success but a lot of the problem too with not being able to have success sometimes is you know you don't have those people in your life um you didn't grow up in a bow hunting family and uh, the next person that's going to talk that sent me in their audio clip is one of my good friends, um, Cutter, and he doesn't really talk too much about um, having people in his family that didn't hunt, but he does touch on it for a minute. That's not his main message, but that's something that he does bring up at some point in time in this audio clip. So let's just go ahead and go right now to uh, Cutter's clip to see what bow hunting means about him. Hey, everybody. Cutter Lotus here. Blake Blackwell asked me to give a few words of what bow hunting means to me. And if I ramble on, I apologize. I mean, I just kind of just get into stories and get into just fun times and great times that we've had over the years. So if I do do that, I apologize. Um, but here I go. I will see where it goes. But uh, no, bow hunting to me is honestly therapeutic in a way i mean it's it's hard it's hard to say but it's just something i go and i do and clears my mind it makes me think it just it's just amazing just being out there with nature and the deer and seeing all the animals and it just being so peaceful like there's nothing around other than just you and the animals i mean you're we're in nature just breathing it all in and taking it all in it's it's awesome and just bow hunting to me honestly changed my life I mean I never th- honestly I never thought I'd be I'd bow hunt I mean my family doesn't come from hunters I mean 
I never hunted up until I was 16 or 17 maybe. I started I started bow hunting and it wasn't really just like a gradual thing into it. I kind of like jumped into it. I kind of decided, hey, I want to try this. Um, I'm going to go do it. So I went and looked it all up and figured out what I needed. I got my hunter's education. I went to the old Walmart and got my license and everything like that and I started that year and I honestly haven't looked back and that was I'm 23 and that was whenever I was 16 so was that seven years yeah seven years that's wow that's that that flew by but it, it, it flies by whenever you have a good time and have a fun time and just enjoy it and that's what me Blake Hayden Drew and everyone does we all have a good time and just it just flies by, especially with friends you care about and friends you love and people you're having a great time with. And yeah, it's just, it's just uh, a lot, of, a lot of fun memories that I will never, ever forget. And uh, me, Blake, and everyone are just going to continue to make more and just, it's just going to keep being amazing. But uh, yeah, a lot of, so, sometimes the memories aren't the best. Like a lot of the times you'll be putting in the work and about deer hunting in like September and August and putting in the work to get it all ready and then a hunting season comes around and heck you may never you may never see a deer you I mean you will or you might I mean I think for three year, two or three years I didn't go I didn't shoot a buck I think I might have shot a doe but I didn't shoot a buck I mean I went three years without it and that wasn't like that wasn't because I didn't want to shoot a deer I saw some I saw some bucks that I wanted to shoot but I don't like shooting them young so I just let them mature out and get get fairly old and um yeah it's just a lot of the times they just isn't in your cards and you just gotta deal with your dealt and you gotta be patient I mean patience is key especially with uh patience is key especially with uh bow hunting yeah the community is amazing, and I can't wait for the season. The season starts up in, it's August now, so October. Dove season's in September, but October's deer, but I can't wait. It's going to be a heck of a time, and I can't wait to get out there with Blake and all of them and uh, have a good time. Yeah, and I really like how Cutter just emphasizes what a lot of everyone else has said, too, about, you know, hunting is... It's about spending time with your friends. It's about getting in the outdoors. And we, ju- we just really want to change that idea in people's head of what bow hunting seems like it's become, um, especially in the communities that, you know, we're involved in and the people that we talk to. It seems like everyone you run into, it's just a – it's like a manhood contest to see who can shoot a bigger deer and things like that. And that's great. You know, you should pursue the biggest deer you possibly can get your hands on um you want to shoot a mature deer and all those kinds of things and sometimes it just doesn't work out in your favor like cutter was saying he didn't shoot a buck for three years because he was waiting on that right opportunity and just because you're being patient um you're being mature about it and you're waiting on that mature buck and you have to wait a couple years until the deer that are on your farm or um everything that you're seeing on public land or anything like that just aren't the age class that you want to shoot yet you know sometimes that's better than shooting something smaller that you won't be proud of so don't don't take that too hard um i know that happens a lot and that's actually happened to me in the past you know you have to wait a couple years to shoot a good deer because everything you see is 
really small and you just you don't want to take that shot that shot on a uh immature deer yet but i i really appreciate him touching on that point because i feel like a lot of people need to hear that um your success just isn't based on you know like we say all the time your success isn't based on your you tagging out in the field and stuff like that it's your success is based on your relationship with jesus christ which is really going to be um taken to a whole new level um and talked about more in this next audio clip with who you guys know who's been on several episodes and that's tanner walford who's going to finish us out what's up rugged identity podcast listeners this is tanner um and i just wanted to get on here and i know we're doing something kind of different today it seems like so i'm just going to share what bow hunting means to me and and uh, some of my viewpoints on it and how it's changed since I've changed my identity from an identity as just a hunter um, to having my identity in Jesus first. But uh, it's really hard to explain what bow hunting means to me just because it's it's my life. It's my passion. But um, it's been a part of my life ever since I, I was a little kid and could shoot a bow. Um, but honestly, I guess it's it's just a place where I can get away from everything and and spend time in the woods and just get to see nature unravel as it's supposed to naturally and getting to, to use that challenge of, of full on a big deer um, that keeps me going but a lot of times um, just being able to get out there and even if I put a lot of work in and shoot a small deer it's just as rewarding um, probably I guess the number one thing I should say though is spending time with family and friends in the outdoors some of the time I've spent with some of my closest family and friends out there and memories that I've made that'll last a lifetime. Uh, and hopefully you've all made the same same memories. Um, there's really nothing to describe it. There's no other feeling when you have a big deer in bow range and everything's unraveling and your heart is literally two feet out of your chest and you have to reach and grab it and put it back in. And you shoot that deer when you're eight or nine years old and you just cannot stop shaking because you're so excited you have to sit down and uh there's just really no way to explain that but uh, hopefully you all know what that means and if you don't i hope you pick up a bow um, learn from us or some friends and just get in the outdoors and experience it for yourself you will not regret it Um, with my viewpoint on bow hunting uh, i would say that before i had come to christ i definitely was was big on um you know, not giving anything to God, and I, I still respected the land, and I respect the animals very much, um, and that's what kept me going, that and friendships and brotherhood, of uh, just being out in the outdoors with each other, I mean, there's there's no greater feeling than that, until you, you find Jesus, and then that just trumps that by far, um, now I can be in the woods, I can see deer, I can not see deer, and I'm still happy, and at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what happens out there, because I know that Jesus is still my Lord and Savior. He died for me on the cross. He died for the world on the cross for their sins and sacrificed him, Himself for us. And there's no greater thing that's ever happened in the history of the world, and there will never be anything greater than that. He sacrificed Himself even though He was perfect for us. And so at the end of the day, guys, bow hunting is my passion. It's something I love to do. But Jesus Christ and my faith comes first. And in that, I'll always be happy, even through my um, terrific events during my life or those, those bad times. It doesn't matter. I still have Jesus. And at the end of the day, we're all going to heaven if we believe in Jesus and we do what's right. And um, that's, really, that's really all you got to worry about. Um, hunting second. Don't make it the focal point of your life. 
Change your identity from being a hunter to being have an identity in Christ. And I promise you, everything from then on will go so much greater. So, hey, guys, thanks for tuning in this week. I hope it's a special episode. I hope everybody's been able to share their heart, um, share what bow hunting means to them. And thank you for letting me on here. Hope you guys have a good one. Yeah, guys, and that's going to make a wrap on the um, six people that I've asked, which are the six closest people to me, um, to share what bow hunting really means to them and to share a little bit of insight. And they, Well, the great thing about this is, is everyone's got a little bit of a different viewpoint. I'm sure that yours is probably more similar to someone's than um, someone else's that's shared their heart on it. But I just want to go ahead and share a little bit about my heart, um, specifically on what bow hunting means to me, and we'll just go ahead and wrap us up. Now, mine's going to really... It's going to take a little bit of a twist on everybody's, um, but it has a lot of the same similarities. Um, bow hunting to me, and my definition for this, is something that's super, super hard to explain. And this is something that I wrestled with for a long time because um, I'd even talked to it about it with my wife and stuff. And she knows a lot about a lot about hunting stuff because I obviously talk about it a bunch. And there's a lot of people in the world that love to hunt, especially um, where we are in Oklahoma. But it's really frustrating sometimes because there's not a lot of people and I don't want to put people in like a category of like levels of how much you actually love to hunt you know but for most people this is something like a lot of us have said and this is our main reason too is to get out and just enjoy the outdoors it's time to put your phone away and unplug and just spend time in nature and spend time with Jesus Christ and that's great you know that that's our main goal too but there's another element of this um, that I just wanted to say and hopefully this resonates with somebody because I wish somebody would have just talked about it. I don't. It's not something that I needed to really just hear, but I just wanted someone to talk about it with me. Um, and that's that element of just being super emotional about bow hunting because it means so much to your life. You know, and like Tanner said, and like we all agree, you know, your relationship with Jesus Christ, that, that's number one, and that always will be number one with us. Um, my family um, and my best friends that I would consider family um, – and my wife and everyone that that's number two um, those are the most important people in my life comes right after Jesus and then number three uh, is bow hunting and that's really tough for a lot of people to understand because you know that's a lot of people that they have a hobby or they may play sports you know and after you get down to college for most people and even more than that you get done with high school and that stuff ends you know, we can bow hunt the rest of our lives if we really put forth the work and we really want to. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be when we get up in our 90s if we're um, blessed enough to make it that far along in life that we may not be able to get out there. But bow hunting is one of those things that you can do forever. Um, and it's just a constant thing that's in our mind. You know, it's 365 days out of the year for all of us. And I know everyone that spoke on this, um, including Hayden, who I wasn't able to speak, would agree. It's, a, it's every single day there's something that's on our mind about bow hunting. Um, I know that I shoot my bow if I, I try to every single day. Um, if I miss a day, it's pretty rare. I shoot my bow every day. I'm always doing a little bit of research, but the main goal is just for you guys to understand that it's not crazy. You know, people that think about bow hunting 365 days out of the year, that's great because that just means you're passionate about something. You're going to learn so many life lessons and things from bow hunting. But I, I just wanted to reach out and say hey you know it's not crazy i don't want you to think that you're crazy just because you enjoy bow hunting and you think about it so much just the way that we do there's a group of people out there that are just like you that can relate um, and we'd love to talk to you about some struggles you may be having in your life um, or just hunting tactics or anything in between but the main 
purpose of that, me saying that is like going back to episode one, you know, we have a rugged identity because our identity is in Jesus. Um, Our success, you know, that doesn't define our identity. Our identity is based on our relationship with Jesus Christ. And I'll just be the first to say last year, I didn't shoot a monster deer. I shot a decent buck. Um, I actually thought it, I actually thought it was a different year than what it does, and Tanner needs to get on here one day and tell that story. I kind of gave him a scare because I called him saying I messed up and I couldn't get my words out right, and he thought I had shot myself or something really bad had happened, and come right down to it just to show you know how important hunting is to the, is to us. But on the other hand, you know it's not the most important thing in life. He was really relieved to know that all I did was shoot a deer that wasn't the one that I thought I'd shot. <laughs> But, guys, just remember, you know, your identity comes from the Lord. Don't let your success um, determine how you view yourself, how you view your day-to-day life. Um, and this can come from your job. This can come from hunting. This can come from anything. I know that I'm I'm pretty repetitive about that, but it's just something that's a very, very big topic, you know, that I hear about a lot because people are becoming addicted to things that, are of this world you know hunting is from god but it it's a material thing you know this isn't something that needs to be our main focal point in life this can be one of our main focal points in life but our main focal point should be on our heavenly father because without him we wouldn't have the ability to even hunt we wouldn't have the creation that we get to go enjoy you know that creation wouldn't even be there so i just want you guys to understand that jesus is the center of it all he loves us so much and he loves us enough and if this is a way for someone to understand that God's love for you a little bit better. If you're someone that even might be a little bit addicted or obsessed with hunting, you know, and obsessed with the creation, things like that, how we touched on before is, you know, me and Tanner talked about the creator versus creation. Jesus loves you enough to give you those things that you're so crazy about. He also loves you enough to send you something that you can be even more crazy about. And that thing that's even more you can be more crazy about is his son, Jesus. He sent his son to die on the cross for your sins so that your success does not have to define you anymore. Guys, I'm just telling you right now, there's a lot of sin in the world. There's a lot of things that can really get you tied up and tangled up in the sin and tangled up in the in the wrong thing. And I just want you to know there's something so much greater out there. And the easiest way to do this and the only way to do this is very easy is what I'm getting at. And that's all you have to do is just admit, hey, I'm a sinner. You know, I'm tired of running away. I'm tired of feeling like I'm on an endless treadmill that I can't get off of. I'm tired of living this life that makes me feel worn down 24-7, and I'm tired of just feeling tired. (laughs) I'm tired of feeling tired, and I know that we've all been to that point, and even as a born-again believer, you know, there's times in life, especially right now, I have to really watch myself because I can get tied up really easily into um, becoming borderline obsessed with figuring things out on my bow and um, hunting tactics and stuff like that. I'll be watching videos or working on my bow 24-7, and I feel like my days are just... Ugh, they're sluggish, man. I, I don't feel good. Like, I feel like things, everyday things in my life are falling apart. My work day is not feeling that great, you know. Um, I'm not giving my wife the time that she needs. You know, I'm not just talking in and listening to people. And I, I feel like something's off about me. And that's simply because of the reason that I'm not, I'm not giving Jesus as much attention as I am everything else in my life. So I just want you guys to know that even when you fall off, you know, I'm not saying it's okay to fall off, but I just want you to know that there is someone that you can fall back to, and that is Jesus. And so I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I know it's a little bit different. Um, give us some feedback and let us know if this is something that you want us to do a little bit more of. 
But I just want you guys to know that no matter how crazy you are about hunting, there's some guys out there that are just like you. So I don't want you to feel alone like we have before um, in our life. I know we've all been to that point where those around us, it's kind of annoying. They <laughs> just don't understand. But we understand, guys. And feel free to reach out and talk to us. Um, and just remember to stay rugged and know who your identity is in.